the big five oh everybody five oh big five oh 50 episodes and what do i have to show for it jack squat that's right nothing i've made a total whopping sum of zero dollars on this podcast that's right zero dollars that's one plus one minus two equals a zero that's right so now i'm just joking guys i'm super excited i'm really really excited that i've reached 50 episodes of the best meets podcast it is awesome it's awesome to just know that you've put about 50 plus hours of content out there for people to consume and to enjoy and you know some of you might have liked the episode some of you might have not liked some of them but as long as you got some kind of value out of these episodes that's what matters the most to me the fact that i'm putting out value out there and some people feel comfortable enough to share their stories with me that's really what matters the most you know, there's a lot of like milestones in this podcast, you know, a lot of milestone guests, a lot of milestone stories. And some of these guests are huge. And a lot of people know them like Slash or Andreas Kisser or, you know, some more influential people like um, Zehra Leila or uh, Khad Al-Amri or you know, just so many people who are known. But in other cases, there are people who aren't very known on social media, uh, but have wonderful stories. So the point I'm trying to make is it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. It, what matters is that you have a cool story, you've done something awesome, and you've trusted me uh, to give you this platform to tell your story to the world. So that, for me, is something amazing, and I will be eternally, 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 eternally grateful that I had this opportunity to meet wonderful people and to put those stories out there and to give value to people in their daily life. You know, that's what matters to me the most. And when I get a message on Facebook or I get a message on Instagram or wherever it is about some kind of action, you know, that people took from the podcast, that to me is also amazing. It's just great that something that you heard has inspired you. And that's awesome. And on the other coin of it, I get inspired. I get inspired because I get inspired by these stories. And I get inspired by these people. And I get inspired by just the sheer perseverance of some of these storytellers. And that, to me, is amazing. So over the past 50 episodes, I've learned a lot. And I hope some of you took some value out of this content. And yeah, even though I made zero dollars out of this, I still had a wonderful, wonderful time. And I had a wonderful time meeting people. I had a wonderful time meeting the guests and meeting people who listen to the podcast. And it's just amazing to see how far the podcast industry has come in the last two years. Can you believe it? May is also the second anniversary of the Best of Meets podcast, which is also amazing, right? 50 episodes in two years? Hell yeah. Um, so what's what's next? I, I don't know. I guess listen to this podcast now. And it's me, my buddy, Joe Akawi, who was the first ever guest on this podcast. And my other friend, Hadi Sariyadin, who is a musician and um, was also a guest on this podcast. And we have a conversation just about this podcast. I mean, Joe, Joe took it upon himself to interview me for this podcast. Uh, I find it a little odd to be interviewed, but uh, whatever. We had a good time. Uh, it was a nice conversation. And uh, yeah. Again, I just want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast, everybody who supported from day one. Um, yeah, I just really am thankful. And I don't have many words except for thankful, uh, humble, um, and just really, really... <laughs> That's All right, line. so three, two, one, we are live. Go! What's up? We're good to go live. We're good to go live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to a very special episode of Basel Meets. This is episode number five zero, the big 50. 50! There, there it is. <laughs> up. And you might not be used to my voice hosting this, but today we have a very special guest, Basel Anaptawi. Welcome to your own show. What? That's so strange. <laughs> it's like, and we have with us... Hadi, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. You good? Hadi's been a guest in the past on Basel Meets. Yeah, and, uh, I've seen him once or twice. Ha- Hadi, Hadi is a musician and he's worked behind the scenes with Basel a lot on a lot of the filming. So yeah. thanks for that, he's man. It's kind yeah, of a big deal. Yeah. 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 Basel Haptawi. 
50 episodes, man. Two 50, years. crazy. Two years. Happy birthday, number one. It's been two years of, of the show. And number 50, how's it been? I feel like first thing we should do is sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, Basil Meat. Happy birthday to you, Basil Meat. Happy birthday to Basil Meat. Happy birthday to you. And the episode. Thank you for tuning in. This all the time. It's just going to be downhill from here. Like, colors. That was a Hans yeah. Zimmer production. Right. Yeah. He, if he was dead, he'd be rolling. Yeah, dude. Fuck, awesome, man. man. Two years has been going on. 50 episodes. Actually, funnily enough, Joe, it is the second year anniversary for Basil Meets. Yeah, second year yeah. anniversary for Basil Meets. It is. And uh, for people who don't know, Joe was the first guest on the episode, yeah. uh, on the series, on the podcast. On, on, on this thing, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever we're trying to do here. Uh, and on my first year anniversary, Joe was my guest on yeah. that. And this is the third, second year anniversary. Fuck, I, can, I can't even talk. It's yeah. all right. We third, get it. Like, we get it. Like, Makes sense. I think if a psychologist tunes in, they might start to diagnose me with separation anxiety. And this, uh, every year I just throw back, hey, can I get back on this? I mean, it's been a year. I miss yeah. you. Crazy yeah. though, huh? Yeah. Like 50 episodes on the second anniversary with Joe being back on the podcast. So I'm, I'm really like, I'm psyched for this episode. It's cool. Um, we got Hattie here 50, as well. Yeah. That's 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 not a that's not a small thing, by the way. Yeah, Fifty episodes. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of episodes. I, I mean, I think that's that's like the first thing is did you did you see it going on for two years? Because I remember like very early on in the early conversations, we never th- thought or prepared down the line. And okay, we'll we'll catch up again about this in two years. It's like okay, let's see where this goes. The next thing you know, you're you're interviewing celebrities. You're getting yeah. big big people from around the UAE. You're getting my biggest big, was yeah. Joe Akawi. Uh, right you know here. What I'm saying right here. Yes. <laughs> my, <laughs> and then Hadi. He's, yeah. he's not resistant to it. Oh, no, 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 Joe loves the fame. I love fame. I'm not gonna listen. Like, I'm famous yeah. and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, yeah. I'd say Joe is my most famous friends. Oh. Uh, my, my most famous. This friend. episode is about you. You were on Sabah Al Khairi Arab, so that's like the most reach anybody has gotten on this podcast. With all due respect to Andreas Kisser from Simple Tour. I guess James Hetfield takes the cake or, or Slash. James Hetfield. Well, we could get into the... I'm we, not famous. Let's go. We, 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 can get into the, <laughs> we can get into the weeds later. Yeah. But no, um, I think, look, it was... Uh, you know me. You're, you're an old friend of mine and you know how I am. And you know that a lot of times they come up with a ton of ideas. Mm. And I'm like, yo, we're going to do this idea. I get really excited. We go in it. And then like just a couple of months into it, I just get bored of the idea and I drop it and I don't and I don't mm. build on it, you know? Mm. And I think it's, that's, that's the case with a lot of people who try yeah. to do something or yeah, build yeah. something, you know? Um, until you find something that you love and yeah. something that you actually think that you're good at, you know? Yeah. And, and when you see that you love the thing that you're doing and you are getting, you know, uh, consistently better, I think, at it. You know, oh, I yeah. feel when I compare myself to the first episode. I mean, you weren't um, singing two years ago. Yeah, I was yeah. singing that episode. And it felt <laughs> awkward. I remember that first episode between us. And, yeah. and it, just, it was weird. The, the moment we pressed record... Um, and I, I recall the story where you know I tried to I was hoping that you would back out from the first episode yeah, I remember that. and I was like I hope that Joe just cancels and sends me a message and yeah. says like yo it's not happening you know yeah. just because I was super nervous you yeah, know yeah. and uh, and then we started recording and it just I was like what do we talk about you yeah. know and we just I mean we got an hour in there and it was quite a good episode it was longer I think I think episode one we like you hadn't well not we well you hadn't set really the format that you wanted to kind of yeah, you're in a comfortable space for you, and we just kept riffing. Yeah, and that's right. Yeah, and it, and it came naturally. I feel. I mean, we've been doing it since uni, so that's just, true. It just I felt mean, like a recorded late night conversation on camera exactly. with the microphone. Yeah. I mean, you and I, we we do this thing. Like Joe and I, we just like stay up late and uh, and we just have a conversation. This but sounds more romantic. It's so than it's know, so right? different when when you're doing it with a with a microphone like it is pointed at you. It's like you start to second guess yourself. But so you know what you when you were saying about uh, the fact that you had. A lot of ideas that you dabbled with and they wouldn't come together and stuff. I think the the important element of that is you have this need to create and you have this this yeah, feeling yeah. in your core that's yeah. like passing through you that you want to do something like that amounts to something that's special to you and hopefully to other people as well that connects with people. And I think so. if you if like w- with people, I think it's just not about the fact that things don't work. It's about sticking with it until you find something that really truly speaks to you. And that's the thing that you will sustain. I think so. Like and I think, stay, stick yeah. to basically. That's one of the things I think that um, I felt was working. You know, uh, that first of all, I enjoyed doing it. You know, yeah, yeah. and uh, every time I took a Saturday to do this thing, it felt like 
it didn't feel like a job. It felt like, oh, I'm looking forward to the next conversation I'm going to yeah. have with such and yeah. such person, you know? Yeah. Um, and and it's all, it's funny, it's, uh, the, the investment that I had was a 600 dirham microphone, you know, yeah. and that I was standing outside of Melody House and I was looking at that window and I'm like, you know, Bassett, every single time you say you're going to come up with an idea, you don't do it, don't you know? Through, yeah. So don't waste 600 dirhams and get this <laughs> microphone and like not yeah. do anything about it, you know? That's yeah. five good burgers somewhere. That's yeah. five good burgers somewhere, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Nusrat, you know? Like, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> burger. It's really good burger. It's interesting you bring that, like you, you mentioned something specific regarding, um, because like, because podcasts, I feel that the, the ones that seem to, blow up globally or like regionally are really a people business a lot of people can, like the ones that are very specific let's say that discuss specific things like history or politics have their audiences but a lot of people gravitate towards conversations with individuals because you know they get to <clears> learn <throat> something about them and at the same process they get to learn something about themselves and i think that's one of the things that i would put to you is like what have you learned about yourself over the past two years listening to all these conversations i know yeah. it's, it's like a question, <laughs> question out of left field it's hard to kind of answer that but it's but it's one of those things that we like you might have learned something about you you might have realized wow i actually think a lot of these things but i never vocalized them because i never sat in a four by four and spoke about them yeah so what's been like one of the moments that you maybe you kind of fly back to kind of realize like you know wow that put a bit of a dent on my perspective and moved me in a specific direction it's a good one man yeah. that's a stomper i yeah. think uh okay so for me i think one of the consistent things i see from feedback from people because after the microphones are off um you know the guest usually just gives you general like oh yeah i enjoy this blah blah, mm, blah. Yeah. and the only the most consistent thing i saw from people is that you know um you make us feel comfortable to speak our minds mm. you know and um and i think that's a skill that i've developed more and more throughout the 50 episodes is that okay. I feel that I've created a space for whoever is talking to me yeah, to yeah. say whatever it is that they want to say, yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, and I think this goes back to my MSN days. To be honest, mm-hmm. when I was on, you know, when I was on MSN back in the day, and it's so old school, it is pretty damn old school. <laughs> the days when emojis were part of your username. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I feel like for like back then, I when I used to like get into this deep conversation with people on MSN, I always used to um, be a good listener, mm-hmm. you know, like. Uh, and just like yeah, speak your mind. Give me those your yeah, your, yeah. your your paragraphs upon yeah. paragraphs of, uh, of 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 text, and I'll read them and I'll respond to you. Yeah. And that sort of like translated into yeah. like my conversations with people generally. You know, like you know, we'd, we'd have like these long conversations at night, and um, and we'd you know we just like uh, I just listen and I, yeah. I give feedback, and I feel like I become good at that. You know, yeah. and uh, and translating into this format, uh, I think. I honed in my skills and it became a skill set for me where yeah. I could listen to people mm-hmm. um, and sometimes if there's something I could challenge, I could challenge that idea, you know, yeah. and um, and I think that's the best thing that happened to me about this yeah. in this podcast is that yeah. I met a lot of people, I knew how to create a space for them to yeah. to speak their minds and um and 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 make sure that these ideas come up and we challenge them when they need to be challenged. Well, you know what I mean? That's a good time to kind of jump over to you because you're at the receiving end of that. Yeah. Like how how like I, 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 are you an introvert or, or an extrovert as a person? How did you feel sitting in a room across an interviewer like Basel and like were, were the walls torn down? Yeah. Were, were, were there, like, where, where did you feel the most value came in that, in that space of conversation? Uh, I, Be total, good, Hadi. Yeah, I'm a total introvert. If you want to come back, if you want to be featured one more time, yeah. you better say good things. This is uh, all relying on your next yeah. few words. So I'm, I'm a total introvert. I think I do a lot better when it's, uh, when it's an interpersonal mm-hmm. conversation rather than a group. Um, but I think, I think what was really cool is that I just felt like I could talk about... Mm-hmm anything that felt interesting to me and mm-hmm. i felt like basil shared that interest like during that time yeah. it's like he would be interested in whatever you're really interested mm-hmm. in and i think that's that's so cool because it it it's like it becomes inspiring to you know just kind of bounce ideas off mm-hmm. of things that you're really interested in and i don't know it's just like i like it was good vibes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. i don't i don't know how to say it more technically than that i think it was just really good vibes and yeah um, and I've actually been hounding you to have me again. So That's this right. Just yeah, yeah, and this just happened. So, well, I think it's interesting for me because um, I feel like every guest has their own sort of style. Mm. And with you both, it's very interesting because, mm. like, I felt that we could like really riff, you know, yeah. and have a real conversation on the podcast, you know. 
yeah. with Hadi, like I feel like I remember that the episode that we had, uh, I remember I titled I titled it um, "How to Find Your Happiness." Yeah, you know, and uh, and from a guy who like you know you write music, you produce, you uh, you do a whole bunch of things, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you'd think that the subject matter would be about music, but yeah. it really wasn't. It was about what made you happy, you know? Yeah, and yeah. and I think happiness is a very important thing that we can talk about um, is, you know, following the thing that you love and doing it, even though like right now, I mean, I'm not balling. I didn't make money out of the Bass mm, yeah, podcast, yeah. you know? Um, not yet. Not yet. You never know. Soon. If there's <laughs> any sponsors out there right now, this Coming would be... Coming to a bank account near you. <laughs> this would be the ad break right uh, now. We, we would love to speak about your mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Your toilets. Let's do a mock ad. Yeah, shall yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's do a no, mock no, ad. No, these are the part, part I turn to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> camera change. My policy. Get your insurance done. Right. Cool. So let's Back talk about studio, my policy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever think about death? You must think about it every single day. Do you stay up all night worrying? Do you have a loved one? At the back of every, <laughs> at every ordered app service to get somewhere. We can't mention. Yeah. Be- <laughs> what if you die tomorrow? What would happen to your loved ones? That's a, And then cut Life scene calls. to a dream theater song. <laughs> oh, if I die tomorrow. What's that dream theater song? Uh, Joe would know. The Joe is an encyclopedia of. I'll be alright because I believe. That's uh, the spirit, spirit carries on. on. Track number eleven on Metropolis, released in nineteen ninety nine. Let's go. Drop just, the mic. Just, you gotta <laughs> fix it. Just, just, the mic would drop it. Just, it's going to take a while. Because yeah. you have to, like, yeah, I'm gonna drop the mic in about fifteen minutes, you guys. <laughs> I'll be right back after this. Oh, yeah. breaks. <laughs> now about Viagra. Um, you know, actually, but I had a thought in my head before it jumps away. You know, like. As an artist, hmm. you know you want to be interviewed, right? You yeah. want to be interviewed. You want to be in the press. You want to be in magazines. You yeah. want to be in newspapers. Mm-hmm. The the questions that you usually get in the press are usually about songs, like how they're written, and it's 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 almost standard what you get, right? But in an environment like like the Basil Meets podcast, and I'm not just saying that because we're on the podcast, but yeah. in that environment, you're able to speak about the backstory. So you're not talking about how this one song, Sun Will Rise, yeah. or, <laughs> that you keep singing. My favorite Hattie song. Yeah. <clears throat> you don't talk about how that song specifically, like, oh, I woke up at 4 a.m., grabbed my guitar. and yeah. You could talk about that, but then it also brings you the ability, because it's, I guess, maybe because it's a long format, so yes. you can really yap and, yeah. and speak for a while. So yeah. you're able to talk about your background. Like, for me, it's things like anxiety. It's things like, you know, getting healthier from that, finding finding mm. your happy place, in quotation. Yeah. Um, I think that, so, that that's I mean that's a great point and I think that's something that we maybe the three of us share is we all sort of have our <clears throat> our interests right like Joe you've played with the private government you've guys put a lot of work in that album um, you've released it to much fanfare you know it, yeah. it I mean it was received really well in the media and the press Hadi you're consistently putting it out yeah. uh, albums and and songs I guess I mean you know f- just putting that concept of happiness in the middle is that why you guys do it? You know, is that yeah. like for Joe, for example, like why did you put so much time and yeah. so much effort into sitting with Mill in that studio? Yeah. I mean, you guys were doing this like for yeah. many, many nights, you know, yeah. what to you is happiness? And like, yeah. I mean, see, he, he took over the interview. Now. Yeah, no, exactly. Just, I, I, I really find these concepts I mean, interesting. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's a it's multi layered. I feel right. I mean, the, there is with with anyone who plays an instrument, there is the virtuosic element that you want to master what you're playing. So you always want to make sure your fingers aren't getting rusty. So yeah. you always want to keep training and learning. There's the creative process, seeing how far you can push yourself in terms of uh, how you write, what you write, and how you can draw on influences. That's why one of the things that you find good music come from people who really vary what they listen to. Yeah. yeah. If you ha- if you sit and listen to one stream of genre or whatever it is you'll end up writing the same material over and over again so and so i think it's just a kind of like an amalgamation of all these layers that kind of come on top so there's a personal enjoyment element there's a creative element there's a release element there's a learning in the process because god god knows i i've never produced an album right i walked into a studio and they showed me all these mastering boards and i'm like well what? I thought you yeah. guys are, it's, it's, what, don't people just press buttons on the keyboard and mm-hmm. things come out no no I'm just a guitarist I yeah. just come in and play yeah. that's what I do yeah and then you <laughs> and do all that stuff so yeah it's it's it's. Uh, I, th- I think I think for everyone ex- excluding this example there is that it's, it's there's this really cool thing that uh, compares parts of your life to a musical sheet 
Yeah. Where when you come, every single part of your life is like a piece of the orchestra. And when they're all playing in unison, that's the euphoria that comes in. So when you kind of layer all these parts of your life into like a music sheet of I'm doing this with my family, this with my own family, this with my friends, this in my music life. And you align all the notes and they just turn to this like big orchestral piece that is kind of your life. And if yeah. one goes off key, this the song falls apart. So yeah. there is that entire layering, which is like really great to, to look at. Yeah. So I think that's that's where happiness kind of lies for people because in a lot of cases uh the ones who are because because most people are i wouldn't say unhappy most people are very stressed in general but if you kind of push down you can find that there's one layer in their life that's completely off sync right and it's very hard to balance every single layer right between like if you have a family if you have a job if you have kids whatever it is something sometimes goes off the rails and it breaks the entire like Harmony or this of the symphony that is that is the life that you want to live. So yeah, that's I think where I've I've got a question right. on that actually because yeah. I really like that just the metaphor of the mm. orchestrated yeah. kind of life. How much do you think of that? How much of that do you think is deliberate, and how much of that is just like uh, things that flow? You know, because I I personally I'm a very I very much believe in flow. Yeah, but I also believe that. Yeah. The reason why I'm able to produce music mm. and release music is because I choose to. You know what I mean? Of course. So there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a, but then the songs do flow to me as well. I mean, there, there is a layer of discipline, I think, that has mm. to be imposed. You have to keep yourself in check, right? Yeah. And in a lot of cases, people decide, oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to veer off the path, which is deemed the right one and yeah. enjoy myself. I'm going to go on like a six month vacation. Yeah. And then they take their eyes of the prize and they enjoy the six months too much and start saying, ah, oh, that was great. I'll add two more months. That was amazing. I'll yeah. add two more months. Next thing you know, like you've gone down that route mm. for short term. That's one of my biggest fears, yeah, by the sh- way, <laughs> for short, for short term pleasures versus kind of, because sh- the short term pleasure is easy. And you see it with people who are alcoholics, mm. people who, mm. who chase drugs, they chase mm. the small, that, that specific yeah, short term yeah, yeah. thing while ignoring the long term thing. So I think the flow works. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a lot of discipline required to make sure it's, that it's you that kind stay of, in check thing. Yes, all the time. And it's hard to tell people, you know, like you're having a lot of fun, but it's like it's going to backfire. Mm, <laughs> like you mm. got to get yourself in check. Again. I think I think yeah. honestly, in those cases, you have you you have that feeling in your gut where you yeah. know if something's good for you or not. Oh, yeah. And I think I think if you develop this, you need to listen to it, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, That's, I think yeah exactly. If you, like, you listen in, to that voice in you, your head, usually yeah. knows it warns you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you develop this yeah. trust to this voice, because yeah. for me, like there were many cases in my life where I would be like, oh, I'm hearing this thing in my head, but it's just yeah. it's probably bullshit. And yeah. then, lo and behold, it's not. Yeah. You know. And then, but then the when you ignore it and you learn that you shouldn't have, yeah. that's when you start to trust it because you start to differentiate it from this what anxiety sounds like, what yeah. uh, what these kind of like because anxiety is constantly trying to tell you that there's an impending doom kind of coming your way. Yeah. yeah. And recognizing what that sound sounds like versus what. flow or inspiration or Mm -hmm. your inner truth i guess sounds like knowing knowing what those two really actually sound like is a very very big big strength you know so i I just wonder if we're wired for danger but we just don't listen to it because like animals Mm. in the wild they're wired instincts yeah yeah they their ears uh, crop up and they they look around they they anticipate danger and Mm. they act on Mm -hmm. it in a lot of cases i think a lot of humans have that primal, primitive and intri- intrinsically mm. built into them. Your mm. brain warns you you're in an uncomfortable space. Something bad is going to happen. But not a lot of people listen to it. You know what I think? That's it why comes, you these people doing this really... I, th- I, think, yeah. I think it comes down uh, in many ways to self-worth and self-love. Like if you really, truly care about yourself. Oh, yeah. You're a, going... a whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you truly... Like I love how we drifted off. Um, yeah. But if you truly, truly care for yourself, yeah. you're going to... like. If, if you know something's bad for you, mm. you're not going to do it, right? Yeah. If, if you really care for yourself. We, we have our, like, we, I guess we have our um, thresholds, yeah. you know, like, like you know, uh, like if you smoke, for example, yeah. you know smoking is not good for you, but you're still going to smoke because it's like, it's like, how bad is it? So it's, mm. it's all right. Like, I'm good on every other front. Or yeah. maybe having a couple of drinks or something like that. Mm. could be anything, really, you know, but... So I don't think you you should aim to be like completely perfect because that yeah. doesn't exist. But I think that listening to what like what would what you your instincts are warning you against, mm. and actually paying attention to that and being like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm mm. not gonna do that. Like I'm I'm not gonna hang out with this person, or I'm not gonna take on this job, or I'm not. These, these we get these yeah. instincts all the time towards people, yeah. towards things, opportunities presented to us. But obviously, there's the external factor, like going back to. What people tell you off mic, for mm. example. Yeah. Forget your own guests. Like, what's been? 
Because I think in, in most cases, pe- people think they know little more than they do. They just yeah. come and beef too. They just mm. tell you stuff. Yeah. Like what's been, okay, some, some, let's say from your external surroundings, what's been something that someone came up to you, for example, and gave you advice? Like if you can think of two examples, one that's actually been beneficial to your podcast and one that, and you look at the person and it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, why would I do this? <laughs> so, beneficial? I mean, everybody after a podcast would give me like, hey, why don't you like... You know, yeah. why don't you get this and that microphone? Why don't you get that uh, mm. camera? Or why don't yeah. you, you know what I mean? People are usually courteous. They're usually yeah. nice, you know. Um, I had one instance where uh, a guest who shall not be renamed. Uh, who shall not be renamed. renamed. <laughs> renamed. <laughs> shall not be renamed. Sort of the hammer they uh, they uh, weren't very happy with the way I titled a podcast oh. and thought that it was very um, you know a clickbaity if you will you mm-hmm. know so uh, which is you know uh, yeah I mean I want people to click on fair, a podcast fair, fair game, game. Fair game. <laughs> no. part of the strategy no doubt no doubt <laughs> I want people to listen to you know what yeah. you guys are saying if, if this podcast <clears throat> is just titled Joe Basal Hadi in a square room no one's gonna click on no, it even yeah. my mom won't listen to it <laughs> <laughs> but like Joe Hadi and Basil, Basil rolling around naked in marshmallows <laughs> in a purple room I'll watch that. I would definitely yeah. watch that. <laughs> yeah. This is the last time you're going to use this room ever, by the way, ever. <laughs> this is not Anrami's room, by the way. <laughs> we are in Anrami competitor's room. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's the, t- that's the type of thing, you know. I think people are generally just very courteous. They're happy to be on the podcast. They're happy to have a conversation. People, like you said, people like to be interviewed. Um, I personally find it odd to be interviewed, to be very honest. Mm. Um which is why this experience is a little odd for me. You know, <laughs> after fifty times, it's a little weird to be interviewed. How dare you question me? Um, <laughs> I think the only time—the only time—was on the Hamburger Generation podcast a few times. Um, and what I like about them is that it feels like a conversation between mm, three yeah, people yeah. just sharing stories. You know, which yeah. is fine for me. That's that's cool. But uh, being interviewed is a, is an odd one. But I think people in general just like to be interviewed. They just yeah. like to have. Um, conversations, um, you know, and they, they like to give their opinions about things, you know, yeah. um, and you know, sometimes that's uh, some some guests are just they you have to pull words out of them, yeah, because they don't talk yeah. much, um, and that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And some guests, like Elisa Freha, for example, or or Omar Noor, or just now, um, you know, you guys, <laughs> um, I. Uh, yeah, I just feel it's much easier. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. You get, they, they come in with much more stories, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and and it's but they're much more ready yeah. to go to to fire. And how do you how do so, you go about picking you know? like like let's say you did this episode today, just right? To, how do you go about picking the next one and the one after? Like, what well, is, what is Joe reached out for me on this one? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I'm having your fiftieth episode. All right, it's yours. You nice. know, um, I'm doing this. Nice. Yeah. There's a new I, sheriff in town. No, no, I mean, I, I mean, listen, this is a Joe Meets podcast today, brother. <laughs> Well, that, that's the thing, right? Is that a lot of people might not know who the man behind the mic is, mm. right? So they might have questions for who Basil is. What does he do? How does he feel about this entire thing? Yeah, so it's I thought weird, it's, though, so right? I thought it's worth having. No, I mean, I, I don't know why you'd, you'd find it weird. I just don't know. Because, I, I, because, my self-confidence is just really low right now. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, like, the biggest podcasts globally, people seem to gravitate a lot more towards who the person is. That's true. So yeah, they yeah. might ignore a very good conversation that person might have had because they yeah. had this, like, assumption of who the person is or what he stands mm. for. Yeah, and I think, and I think in your case, I mean, I like, I, I know that you have you have a good story worth telling, right? So you, so I think that this is this is good. Yeah, I guess yeah. it all started from the Metallica thing, right? The Bastionese Metallica thing. Yeah. I think it all started there. You can go back in the podcast and listen to the full story. I had actually had it with Hamburger Generation, put it on the podcast. Um, so it's there. I think it's episode 40-something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and uh, yeah, I think that's almost been my legacy, you know, yeah. the guy mm-hmm. who met Metallica. It's kind yeah. of a sad legacy. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> is that really your only legacy? So I'm <laughs> trying to build the, the Bastionese yeah. podcast to go yeah. beyond that. But I think... Um, just meeting people, having conversations with people, stuff like that. I think that, uh, I mean, I really enjoy that. But I agree. I mean, you look at Joe Rogan, for example, and I really admire Joe Rogan, what he did, how, what he built. Um, 
I think we watch or listen to Joe Rogan because it's Joe Rogan, you know? Yeah, and, yeah exactly. And a lot of times, I don't know the, the guests yeah. on yeah. Joe Rogan's yeah. podcast. I just know that Joe Rogan's going to have a really interesting conversation. He's going to be yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah, and he's going to yeah. be with an yeah. author that, you know, like I, I listened to an episode with him interviewing an author for a North Korean book. You know, I don't know anything about the author, but just like I know that Joe Rogan's going to ask really good questions yeah, yeah, yeah. about North Korea. And yeah. I'd love to know about yeah. that, you know. And I think that's the sort of thing I'm trying to build something in the lines of Joe Rogan mm, so, yeah. because I just admire the guy so much and yeah. I admire, you know, what he does and stuff like that. And, 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 um, and you know, he I, I saw him live once mm. and it was such a big deal for me to see Joe yeah. Rogan live yeah. because... The biggest deal for me live was to see Metallica. And I mean, you and I were together the first time I yes. saw Metallica yeah. was back in Nuremberg. 2008. Yes. 2008. Yeah. yeah. That, that was for me was the first time I saw Metallica. It was such a big deal for me to see James Hetfield walk on stage yeah, and, yeah. you know, with all of his glory. And, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm used to the man on the poster. I'm used to the man on the DVDs. I'm used to the man on YouTube. You know, I've never in a million years imagined that I would see him in the flesh, yeah, right? Yeah. Himself, like right there in front of me. And let, then, alone, let alone interview him two years later. Let alone yeah. interview him. Yeah, for this for this show. Like, uh, well, pre this show. But I mean, still, he was on the show, I want to say. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was an insane experience. But but then the, after that, like I saw a lot of bands and stuff like that. That feeling never came to me mm. until I saw Joe Rogan mm-hmm. um, in, uh, in, in, in L.A., uh, last year, nice. you know, just walking in a small comedy club. It was a surprise gig for Joe yeah. Rogan. And then I just went and and it was 11 in the evening. I was jet lagged. I was falling asleep. Um, but then when he walked on stage, I was like, God damn, this is Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like I watch Joe Rogan. I, he's in my ear every single day when I run. So it was really insane to yeah, see him, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and I, was, I had just started Bass and Meats. And um, and just when you thought you were like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not getting many listeners, I'm not getting many people yeah. to tune into the podcast, you know, just when that kicks in, you know, you see Joe Rogan come on stage and you watch him perform and you're like, God damn, like, yeah, I want to be like Joe Rogan, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. So would you do stand up as well? Yeah, you know, I was talking to my friends the other day about it. Um, so how about them Knicks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just difficult. Man. I, th- I, think, I think you can pull it off, actually. You've know, known man. him for longer, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have stage fright. That's, that's the first important thing. Mm. Well, think. me and Joe yeah. played gigs together, man. Like, yeah. we uh, we played, uh, we were in a band called Ruptured together. Yeah. Mm. Uh, back then, well, it's a good, pretty good band, brother. It's a pretty good band, <laughs> yeah. you know? We were pretty uh, badass. I mean, I mean, it suffered from the same problem everything in this country <clears throat> suffers from, which is the, the transitional nature. Yeah, yeah. Three three members just graduated and yeah, yeah, left yeah, yeah, overnight. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's true. Yeah. And you and I got jobs, right? Yeah, exactly. And we we just got sucked into our jobs yeah, and that, that kind of thing. Glorious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, good for you. You went back to it, right? Yeah, you you yeah. released private government, and and I was yeah. you know saying also for you, you you also. I mean, from the scene mm. that currently exists, you're yeah. also pioneering in that scene as well, you yeah. know? So, um, uh, but yeah, stand-up is, I think it's a whole different ballgame. I, th- I think you can totally do it, by the way, because you're, you're one of the funniest people I know. Whoa. Genuinely, seriously. Whoa. I, let's, seriously. Take, let's take a pause you're, and just like yeah. absorb this you're moment. You're pretty funny, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Any sponsors we need to plug? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's look at the camera. No, seriously, I, 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 like, I'm, I'm, I'm not just big upping you. I think you can do it. Like, it's, it's something that'll be, that'll be fun. I think it'll go hand in hand with this. I don't know, man. Brendan, um, what do you think? Brendan's the man behind the camera today. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Brendan? I mean, uh, yeah. he's a pretty funny dude, right? Brendan's like he's only saying that. I don't, I don't know. He's only saying that now. I just want to do this and go home. I, I, don't, I mean, Brendan called me up yesterday. He's like, dude, that Basil guy, man, boring, Lame boring fest. <laughs> and then I caught him off guard today. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. He's, he's really funny. The funniest. But like, like I, I, I like what you said about like you want to do what Joe Rogan does because that's also like a multiple layered thing. That's true. Like because yeah. one of the biggest recurring themes throughout all our careers in this country especially if you work in marketing is that you always hear the same sentence that says we have so many stories in this part of the world to tell but no one's telling them yeah and then what we do is uh and then we go and listen to the stories of (laughs) of of some success that happened abroad or whatever it is while there's a lot to be told and i think that's been like one of the nicest things to kind of follow specifically throughout uh, your stream because the podcasting scene here is doing well it's healthy yeah it's picking and, up and it's branching up but I think you, you, you've you been one of the people who's really kind of honed the art and zoned in 
on the achievements that those specific people who were on your show haven't particularly spoken about. Yeah, right. I mean, you've had people who've like climbed mountains, you've had people who've battled cancer, you've had people who have succeeded as women in a very tough uh, region to, to work in, you've had people who've met uh, President Obama of over dinners yeah. and started like a small yeah. shawarma place. You've had so many stories that people know at the, at the, at the tip. So yeah. they just, oh yeah, yeah, I know this guy, he owns this. That's But it's true. like that guy, man, has so much learning and what he's been through and he hasn't really spoken about it to anyone because everyone kind of brushed it off and know hey thumbs up well done bro you've done this but yeah. at the same time it's like why aren't we putting him in a poster meanwhile you, you're putting you're putting the poster of someone who succeeded abroad. That's true. yeah it's interesting man um, when i look, go through my um, facebook page because some the, on my facebook page um <laughs> facebook.com slash best meets uh, <laughs> uh i take Shameless. the um the, the like like the most interesting let's say 10 15 20 minutes of that podcast and i put it up and sometimes i just go back to just look at the the past content and i can't say that i'm not proud like i'm super yeah. proud Good for you. of just Good looking for you. just at the quality of content that's being pushed out you know what i mean like Like you said, and now that you, you you've been talking about all the guests, and like some something in me stirred up, like yeah, oh yeah, 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 we did yeah. tell the story yeah, of yeah. Luis, we did tell the story of Amar Noor, we did tell yeah, the story yeah. of uh, Leila, we did tell the story of uh, when women win. Yeah. Um, Milton was on when you were on. Hadi, we talked about happiness. Yeah. Um, you know, we had so many great stories told yeah. Yeah. throughout the past 50 yeah. episodes that I don't care that we haven't made any money off this podcast yeah, yeah. right but i just care that when i get a message from someone like whether it's on an instagram or whether it's on in person or um on my facebook whatever it is yeah and tell me that they got some kind of value out of the podcast yeah especially after after Lucy's episode yeah like a lot of women reached no, out. that was a very heavy episode yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, a lot of uh, women and, like, and bless her she was incredible in it she's a hero she, man she just, yeah yeah and and you know a lot of women reached out and they said you know they got they're gonna get checked they're gonna go yeah. to get this. and like for me holy shit man like that yeah, for yeah. me is it's humbling right yeah i move people to do a positive action yeah. you know and yeah. that for me is worth a lot I mean, look, I'd love the checks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying, yeah, yeah. let's take a break and sponsor it. This is not a charity. This is not a charity. This is not a charity. I would love to have money for sure. Yeah. But but I'm not like the money, the lack of money didn't slow me down. Yeah, yeah, you know what course. I mean? Like, I didn't feel like, shit, you know, this yeah. is not monetizing. I should just stop. No, yeah. like, I know at some point when I put my ass into it, I should yeah. probably get monetized. But, but you know? it's, it's amusing to see as well because like the biggest podcasts globally who are making good money haven't slowed down yeah and like the hustle is still as aggressive as what you're doing now yeah so while uh listeners might misconstrue what you're saying regarding you need money as in who's going to make things easier for you you're still going to get up stress about who's going to come on your show yeah. fight for a week or two to book them find the time for both of you get in here sit in a room discuss things record edit produce launch promote like Money doesn't make this an easier process. And yeah. some yeah. Uh, some guests are super hard to get by, man. Like oh, yeah, by some means. people, you just have to like. Not this guy. Not this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not this champ. You want to do this every week? We got time, bro. <laughs> um, no, some people you just have to follow up with like a lot of times because yeah. they have like very busy schedules and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I think one of the moments where I was so fucking proud was when I got slashed on the podcast. Yeah. You know. Because you know, being a very big Guns N' Roses fan, you know, like my second favorite band after Metallica is Guns N' Roses. And um, and bless the guys at Enraimi, man. They came through at the end. But I tried. And like, I tell you, man, three months before, I was telling someone that I wanted to get Slash on the podcast when I heard yeah, yeah. that they were coming, that Guns N' Roses were coming. And the person told me, uh, yeah, but why the fuck would Slash come on your podcast? Like, what do you have to offer that Slash? Person, throw that person out of you your know? Mind, Yeah. And, you know, it's a good point, though. Like, you know, like, what do you is have it, to offer? Is it really? Is it a <laughs> good <know>? point? <laughs> but what I want to say is, like, you have to fight off that kind of stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And you have to say that, you know, you got to take that as fuel. Yeah. Like, you know what? I am going to get Slash on this yeah. podcast. I'm going to find a way and I'm going to get them on this podcast. And I got to say, I tried. I did a presentation. I sent it to their management. Um, I got on multiple emails. I, I When I started losing hope in Slash, Axel and Duff, I started looking for the lesser members. Mm. Like, not that there are lesser members. No, but I course. mean, like, not, like the non-originals yeah, of Guns yeah. N' Roses and stuff like that got rejections and stuff like that. Like, I tried for three months yeah. to get Slash on the podcast. And finally, um, 
Plus the guys at Anrami, Mark and Rami, they're the ones who came through. And they called me. They're like, hey, um, we have Slash. Do you want to interview him? Uh, let me think about it. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'll get back with, to you. <laughs> which one? Uh, the guy from the Guns N' Roses? Uh, no, I don't like <laughs> but, it. But that's, that's great learning right there as well. It's like, you could, because you could have fallen into the trap of believing what that horrible friend of yours yeah. told you about. Well, I mean, he's was, a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say he's horrible. Uh, but, yeah. well, I know. Well, fine. A good friend with a really horrible attitude, let's say, regarding this particular situation. Right, yeah. Because it's not it's, it's not beneficial at all, right? Yeah. And you, exp- and you expect in these times, and it's, what's good about it is that you're at a crossroads, right? You could have said, yeah, he's right. I'm never going to get slashed. But instead, you went the route of like, you know what, buddy? I'm going to prove you wrong. And you put in all this yeah. effort. Well, yeah. I mean, you, and, and, you, and, you, and, you got, and you got your podcast at the end of the day, and which is which is great i think the thing is is that a lot of times when people tell you no yeah um it's them talking to let me let me rephrase that let me rephrase that when a girl says no and it's not consensual she means no (laughs) just like let's get that out of the way this went really (laughs) (laughs) just want to say i don't know anyway (laughs) but when people like let's say stand in your not stand in your way but like naysay Naysayers, yeah, they yeah. they give you like a like a reality check, if you will. Yeah. You know, um, it's kind of like how dare you do the thing that I don't think I can do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, or just like maybe yeah. they they just feel like legit. There's no path for you here. You know, mm. and um, and I mean, that's. I mean, I was I'm humble enough to say I was proven wrong. Yeah. As much as I supported Bass's original initiative, I didn't think podcasts would pick up in this part yeah, of the world yeah. because I not because of the people doing it, but because I thought in gen in general people listening wouldn't be. Because because Arabs in general have always been very visually led versus yeah. audio led. They yeah. enjoy the visual, the color thing. But in my head, it was like, wow, man, like I support you, but you just be just be patient because I don't know when the Arab consumer might be ready. Yeah, to sit for two hours Sometimes listening like, to uh, someone talk. Yeah. But you know what, yeah. though, like to be fair, yeah. you were very, 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 very supportive in the beginning. Oh, yeah. and I remember of, of you, hundred percent. I was only skeptical of. The other side of the yeah, conversation, yeah. yeah. Like, are you you're gonna put out all those gr- these great one hour conversations? Will the Arab street sit down and listen to them? And yeah. that's what kind of always irked me. And the, I was proven wrong, man. Yeah, the podcasting yeah. scene here is incredible. Like, yeah, I mean, it's growing. Yeah, it's it, there's still a while to go for but, sure. I mean, yeah. that's always um, the case. It's never, it's never gonna get there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I remember you were telling me, um, no matter what happens. Keep going. You know yeah, what I mean? Like this time, don't stop. Like I just remember that. You I was, no matter what happens, keep going. I was just thinking, just hala before we got started, that you know, there's probably somebody out there who's who's silently watching and listening to your and plotting to kill, uh, <laughs> like a creep watching and listening. That'd be such a like a like a really cool thing. Like, you know, like when yeah. you get death threats, it's like oh, I made it, mom. I know, but somebody that would be also a great time to bring up our insurance provider. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everything of death. Segway, best segue ever. Yeah. But you're probably moving someone. Like I remember when I picked up the guitar. I I, it, it was because of obviously the people that I saw like on the screen, but also because I'd go to gigs locally and I'd see people in music shops. Like I, I grew up in Kuwait, so there wasn't a lot of gigs yeah. uh, during Shout my time. Yeah. But um, you'd go to the music shop and hang out there and then other musicians that are way better than you yeah. are there. And you're just like, you, you see yourself like, like that could be me one day, you know, yeah. somebody's just shredding there on the guitar. And so I, I'm pretty sure there's people out there who love leading conversations and who love to do the kind of thing that you're into and specifically podcasting because it's it's, just, it's a hot topic right now and they're probably like listening and watching and yeah. just be like this guy's this guy's pretty fucking cool like I want to be like that guy yeah. I want to I want to like you know do something with my life in that front and I think I think that's the most epic thing like that's the most inspiring thing ever yeah. you know I mean yeah I mean thank you man I'd really appreciate that and um, look I, I do try as much as I can to um you know, to be positive, mm. you know, like I was saying earlier, like people who are, who give you the naysaying and, and maybe like kind of try to dissuade you from yeah. doing a particular thing. <clears throat> it's always important to go past that, you know, and yeah. just kind of believe in the vision that you have, you know, and, uh, and try to achieve it. Cause a lot of times people would say to me like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> and a lot of guests, people would tell me like that guest is unattainable. Khaled Al-Amri, for example, was one of them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Joe, you put me in touch with Khaled, but, yeah. but a lot of people, for example, today was like, oh no, it's hard to get Khaled Al-Amri, but mm-hmm. Khaled was so gracious. He came on yeah. and we had a conversation. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, fine. Yeah. Khaled is so um, fascinating to me. I've been talking to him on Twitter and WhatsApp for five years. Never met the guy. Really? Never met a great guy. By yeah, the way. I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Both him and Salama. And the kids are incredible, mashallah. Yeah. So yeah. him, you know, people like 
Doc Coyle, for example, he's a guitarist of a, of a metal band called Bad Wolves. Yeah. And, um, and I just literally messaged him on Twitter, man. Like, I just messaged mm. him on, messaged on Twitter. Yeah, it was really cool. I and he that. responded, he's like, yeah, sure, it'll do a podcast. Well, all right, cool, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. This guy is like, has a, a top charting song right now wow. on iTunes and yeah. whatever. And he just did a podcast with me. Um, Jeff Staple, uh, the guy who runs uh, Staple Pigeon, the, the design brand, um, again, just emailed the guy and he responded saying, yeah, sure, let's do it. Uh, Andreas Kisser from Sepultura um, just ask. I think that's, a, that's, that's yeah. the thing. A lot of people yeah. just don't know. All you need to do is ask the question yeah. and you might get a no in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't. That's not the end of the line. Yeah. That's what I meant when I said when people say no. Yeah, yeah. like the, the first no ah, is okay. not necessarily the right, end of the yeah, line, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. It just means that that particular door is locked. Mm. But there's still like ten other doors. Yeah. You know, you need to knock at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you just knock at these doors. Look, all of them might be locked. And just like a video game, you might have to go unlock and level up a little bit before yeah, one yeah, of them opens up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's a, that's what I meant when so I spent fight the, first the toad no. and save the princess at the end. So yeah. Go. Yeah. And you know what? I'm on a tangent here, but I feel like I'm preaching. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're, the, wild, guest, you're the guest, my friend. I have it all bottled up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 50 episodes later, I get to say what I want to say. Finally. Everybody's yapping along. <laughs> my turn Welcome now. to the 50th and final episode. <laughs> We're wrapping it up. <laughs> oh, um, no, what I, what I think is, and I think about this a lot, right? Because I'm into video games, and uh, you guys too, right? You're, yeah. you're into video games as yeah. well. Not not that j- Japanese one, Sekiro, whatever it's named. Sekiro. I couldn't I couldn't get past like the first five minutes. I just uninstalled it. Oh, did you, did you play Sekiro? <laughs> I couldn't. That Shadows died twice. Like it, it broke my soul. Like I felt. Was it really that difficult? <laughs> Very difficult, dude. Oh shit! Yeah, I gave up. I'm like that's, I, and I need to play to rest. Yeah, not yeah. to get a heart attack. Anyways, yeah. but, I, I'm playing okay. Days Gone right now. Okay, um, really good game. Uh, but anyway, yeah, back to your point. So what I'm, what I'm saying is, I think life is like a video game. Yeah. Mm. Hear me out. I'm li- <laughs> life is like a video. I'm game. I'm already sold. Because <laughs> right? you all, like, we all start at a point in life, right, where we are. We don't have the armor. Yeah. We don't have the level ups. Yeah. We don't have the enough level one RPG. That's where you are, man. Exactly. You're walking we, around. We don't the have woods. the coins. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have like we don't have any of that shit. Like when you first start your career, like that's where you are. You know, I remember when I first started, I was making like my salary wasn't great uh you know i didn't have a good car i didn't have like i couldn't even afford rent like none of that yeah, yeah. you know shelter you know yeah. and and as you progress in life you co- you almost start leveling up slowly right you know uh you learn skills on the job you learn skills while podcasting you learn skills while you're playing music yeah um you learn skills while you're playing more guitar and your leads get better. Yeah. So you almost level up. That's it. You you put in the hours yeah. and you leveled up. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you got the new guitar, you got new equipment. I became better at storytelling, you know yeah. what I mean? Um then at work, for example, you work harder, you get that promotion, you get more money. So your shelter in the video game, mm. you get a bigger shelter, you yeah. get more armor. Your armor is your new yeah. clothes, you get better suits, oh, you get better it, t-shirts. It, it is a version of the Sims. You get Supremes, you know, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, you so, are playing Sims in real life. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. And it's, it's so, if you think about it, life is a fucking video game. Yeah, you know? it really is. And we're just living a video game yeah. and we're just leveling up, yeah. you know, day in and day out. And the best person at the game keeps leveling up yeah. and he beats the game at a great level. You know, so you beat the game, right? Ultimately, right, the the the, the end is death. Yeah. Uh, this is a good time for us to plug the, uh, <laughs> insurance, <laughs> the insurance policy. Um, <laughs> we got your back. <laughs> but like, you know, some people finish off at a very high, you know, score, yeah. you know, where they leave things for their children, yeah. you know, and they leave a house, they leave the money, they leave whatever for their children, their next generation. And some people, you know, become president. Become president, and, <laughs> and some people just bite the dust with nothing left to behind them. I don't want to, you know. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying, life is like a video game, and There's, I think if you work hard, you you you, you produce, you 100, you know. And I think this you could apply it to anyone. You could What's apply it to yourself. What's the cheat code? That's what I want to know. <laughs> There are cheat codes, though. Yeah, you know, know there's oh, there's one one thing I think that's a little different, and I think in video games the metrics are defined. Like, um, if if you need more health, you need you 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 go to a specific place in life. I think, uh, like a lot of times for me as a, as a musician, a lot of times when I didn't get the gig I wanted or right. my song didn't do the thing that I wanted it to do, I would always blame myself back back yeah. like a few years ago because it's always like oh i'm not good enough i'm not worthy yeah. of this you know but then 
the truth of it is you just need to get better at certain things. It's not that you're not good enough or you're not worthy. It's just that you just need to get better. You, you can put in the hours. You just you just you gotta release more songs, put in the hours, uh, clean it up. Like every time you release, like I, I'm sure it's the same. Like for you when you're when you're working on leads and music mm. and stuff, it's like every time you do something, the next thing is just gonna get better. Mm. Every, because it's like it's like that ten thousand hour rule or something. Yeah, and, and Malcolm I, Gladwell. Yeah, ten thousand yeah. hour rule. Um, yeah. So I think uh, I think it's just like you can't cheat the process. You can't cheat time. It's true. And but look, the, yeah. The, th- the the only thing is, I before sorry to cut you off is that along the way, I think for anyone who's listening, who's an up and coming person in anything, you know, it's not that you're not worthy if it's not working. It's just that something needs some things need to be tweaked. You will need to get better at certain things. Yeah. yeah. And it's not it's not that you need to earn your 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 place. It's more so about just just really getting better, just getting more sharp. And like I said, the first no is, isn't necessarily the one and it's only not the no. End, yeah. It's not it's not the end exactly. Yeah. It's 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 just one of many doors that yeah. you can knock on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you know, it's just I know it's it's too broad, right? There's other mm-hmm. people around the world that you know the system is rigged against them, and they yeah. they come from very poor backgrounds, like people in you know refugee camps, or yeah. obviously that they need a bigger helping hand. They need yeah. a you know much more attention than you know regular people who are in environments like we are, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah. But in general, I think a lot of people sometimes they sit back and they think they feel sorry for themselves yeah. you know and they feel like ah uh, you know I just didn't get the chances that such and such got and yeah. um, and that's why I'm not that successful you know what i mean but and i'm not saying that i am the super successful podcaster because i'm not you know yeah. but but i i think that there's algorithms to life you know yeah. and and you just have to think about these algorithms you yeah. know you were saying what's the cheat code yeah. i mean the cheat code is maybe like putting yourself out there and yeah. uh, and putting yourself out on instagram a lot more than usual giving the impression that you are actually on that path and you're yeah. crushing it yeah. you know and that maybe is one way to you know I, i'm sh- i don't know but that's one of the things but i do think that there's an almost like there's an algorithm that exists that we we just need to figure out and if you figure out these little things you could potentially unlock other things in life because you don't know like if you're just on one path then you might just be on that one path for the rest of your life and that's going to your point that joe rogan is a multifaceted person that yeah. he does stand up he does uh, you know he does ufc he does his podcast he yeah. does like he's you know that, that's inspirational yeah, for me like yeah, just a yeah. person who is so good at multiple things and the fitness thing and the fitness like, stuff yeah, yeah. and he has his own fitness yeah. company yeah and just be really good at all these yeah. things that's super inspirational that's more mm-hmm. inspiring to me than a person who has his own company and yeah. did really well in that yeah. company, you know, like he just has all these things, you know. But what's the aspiration? Where where do you go from here? Now that uh, I think, we're, we're almost coming up on an hour. Yeah, uh, I think for me. Where, where where do you want, where, like, 50, maybe, 50 episodes later. Simpler, maybe. yeah. I mean, where, where are we going to be when I come back to you in episode 100? And where do you, where would you like? So you're calling it uh, episode oh, 100? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Next May, the spot, yeah, but 2020. But, but it's exponential, right? So 100, 200, 400. So I'll give you some breathing room. Yeah, but since you're going to be yeah. filthy rich by episode 100, yeah. I think we should do it in the Dude. Maldives or something. <laughs> yeah, fly us over. We could do it in New York. That's what yeah, we need yeah, to do. Yeah. Where, where would you, where, where, what's the end game for you in this? And what, what would be like your wish for it? For lack of a better word, podcasting scene. Where would where would you th- where would you think, uh, or what would you like uh, to see people pour their effort into? I think as a community, because you're not alone in this. Yeah, yeah. And, I think, and, and you guys can't work against each other. Everybody's got to work together. Right. It's, a, it's a very nascent scene. It's, it's growing, and everybody's been quite uh, civil about it. There's yeah. been no, they had, there's no beef yet in yeah, the yeah, podcasting yeah. industry. Yeah. Just I think yeah. I should start some beef with someone. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's good for the sales, man. Yeah. <laughs> let's pick someone. And st- yeah. Let's roast them. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kerning cultures. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I love Kerning no, cultures. We like Kerning cultures. I'm not gonna bother, <laughs> bother, gonna bother you. Yeah. No, I actually think Kerning cultures great job Uh, but i think um uh, yeah look for me personally um i want to start a podcast network and Mm -hmm. i'd like to have much many more shows that don't necessarily uh, feature me but feature storytellers but just help them in uh, telling their stories and uh, developing different formats for different audiences i understand that bassinomies isn't for everyone Mm -hmm. um and some people just don't enjoy these long ass formats i I don't know man i feel i feel feel there is a story for everyone and you know you're 50 episodes in and you're not just this like you're not a tech show or a politics show or a lifestyle show it's broad there's a story for everyone it's a broad exactly it's 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 a story led um podcast but um, that's definitely what I'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Bassam Meets specifically, I'd like to do live shows. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to get like 
um, big names and sort of interview them, you know, yeah, yeah. live in a, in a live auditorium. Um, you know, when I was in North America just a few um, years ago, I was in San Francisco and uh, I was walking and I saw a theater and the theater had like a, a list of speakers, yeah. like live interviews that were happening. You know, there was like Jordan Peterson, there was like Riza Aslan, there's like uh, just a bunch of like these talkers, you know what I mean? Nice. I was like, oh, this is so interesting. And it was all sold out. And there was like yeah. a live podcast, um, I forget which one it was. And these are all sold out shows. And I was like, this is amazing, man. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to do something like this, you know? So I think get taking Best Me's to that uh, level of just like doing live shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that'd be my number one priority. Number two priority or or within that priority actually mm-hmm. is starting a podcast network which yeah. you know uh, had we were talking about this yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. um and joe as well we we're talking about this earlier just develop these different formats for different audiences and just grow, grow podcasting yeah and work with other podcasters i think we need to put our we need to pull our efforts efforts together yeah. we need to put our um you know um, you know we need to have uh, shared data and know what our behavior of audiences are and that sort of yeah. thing and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't know how big it'll grow, but we'll see at episode 100 where we are. Like, let's mm. let's let's set a KPI. Episode 100 mm. is going to be. I better have had a live show at least. <laughs> nice, you know, you know, at least. I think when you have your first live show, it's just gonna start rolling from there. You know, yeah. so yeah. yeah, I just need like people to fund it. Yeah. <laughs> so if well, you know anyone, I mean, just need some money. I mean, I mean, you know, my the, life insurance. The, the funding point is there, but like. Um, I, I think the, the thinking I, I would hope would happen is that as an industry, people provide easier avenues yeah. for podcasters to grow. And I think that's a quite quite a um, distinctive problem to our region is that in, in more mature markets, for lack of a better word, when they see something happening, they're willing to take a hit at the short term to grow something in the long term because they, there's benefit for them. And companies and conglomerates. They need their benefit at the end of the day. Yeah. It's, that's not un, unexpected that they want something yeah. in it for them. But no, it, uh, I just wish people here would take the small short-term hit to support an, upgum, an upcoming growing industry that is doing nothing but telling the stories of people who live in this industry, who are yeah. your consumers and people who are eventually going to be people you want to talk to. So that's that's my hope for the scene. Uh, yeah, for, uh, I think for, yeah. people, I mean, companies like Anrami yeah. and Apple... Yeah. are putting a lot of effort in yeah. podcasting here. They're helping a lot, helping a lot of podcasters yeah, yeah, here, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rami yeah. from... Uh, uh, two Ramis, funnily enough. Mm. Rami Bray from Apple, he's really helping out the yeah. scene. And uh, Rami Zidane from Anrami yeah. is helping out in the scene as well. So yeah. they're definitely... They have podcasts mm. on their sites. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and it's very important for these two companies mm. to really put their weight yeah. behind podcasts. Okay. Because if it's not for them, then we have nowhere to put this content out. You know? yeah. So... Yeah. So there's that. But um, yeah, no, man, mm. 50 episodes, yeah. um, 50 Goddamn. more. And, um, you know, uh, I don't know. Who would you guys like to see as a live uh, guest? Is there anyone in mind that I should probably look into? Are we thinking like local or international? Global, Anybody? Man. Like, yeah, anyone. First like, steps, if you're listening, Sheikh Hamdan, get on this podcast. Oh, I would yeah. love that. You have a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. You... Uh, Oh, I would love yeah. that. That would yeah. be that would be massive, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. If anyone's so listening cool. who's got contacts for us in the executive council, let's get someone from high up to come on the podcasting scene and talk to people who want to tell the story of this country. Oh man, and, and that's that'd be not great. that's, that's that'd be not, a dream, right? No, right I mean, there, right? it's not an unusual request, right? I mean, just I think the hardest thing is going to be to find the time. Yeah, <laughs> for, for them. Yeah, that's for, true. For that's true. Guests. Yeah. For, for, yeah. For that. I don't know. For me, man, like, yeah. of course, that would be amazing. But I would be, I'd, I'd think about people like, I don't know, like Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Mm, I feel like yeah. such a like multi, like has so many different aspects to his personality. Like yeah. starting Slipknot, Stone Sour, writing a book, doing stand-up, yeah. uh, doing acoustic gigs, doing a spoken word. Like the guy has a lot mm. to offer. I would yeah. love to talk to Corey Taylor. Lars. Uh, Lars Ulrich. Lars for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. the founder of Metallica. Yeah, you know, like this yeah. is like from an entrepreneurial perspective, yeah. this guy would be really interesting. He's, he's such have. a great person, like uh, from, from conversations. Like he's got his own podcast and. Yeah, just, he just, does. You're right. Like the black all, and white one was it called? Yeah, 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 electric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's Is electric. It, that's cool. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's right. That's right. So it's. I think. I think that would be somebody that. That's would a really be good very shout. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have Barack Obama, to be honest. Mm. Like that's. Or for me, like I was uh, talking to somebody earlier. I'm not sure, but my, like my goal, is to be interviewing a sitting president. You know. Mm. 
in the Oval Office. Like that would be yeah. my optimum, you know. Yeah. Like Jesus I mean, Christ. I mean, American. I'll lock it up right I mean, after, I mean, you know. I mean, <laughs> like that's done. It's American podcasts haven't done. I'll that. tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I, would, crazy, I would love man. to see the Night King on this show or Brandon Stark. That would be great. The problem with the Night, Night King, King and Brandon Stark is they don't really have much to say. The, yeah, it'll <laughs> be, maybe that's why. It'll be a snooze fest. It'll be like a five-minute snooze fest. So how does it feel to be in the North? I'm going to go now. <laughs> where, where are you going? <laughs> Night King, your grace, would you like to say anything? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> have you heard of our latest insurance policy? <laughs> Night King would be interesting. Right? And to end with the final question, you yeah. said earlier in the show, you're a great listener. Does your wife agree? Yeah, <laughs> you got to ask her. <laughs> it's funny enough, I mentioned Dana in every single episode of this podcast. I think she should have been on this podcast today. Episode 100. I, to be fair, I did ask her. She's like, no. <laughs> oh, Not going to happen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, yeah. I think she feels, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe 100 will be you and Dana and, and Hadi. And yeah. <laughs> we'll have all you. And Brendan. And the Night King. And the Night King. Yeah, You'll yeah. have a very crowded podcast. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, well, thank you, Joe, man. Like, I really no, appreciate no, your all, time. And I'm, I'm actually, ha- I'm actually happy you're up man. for this because it just didn't make sense that no one's spoken to you yet. Like, you've spoken yeah. to other yeah. podcasts, assholes. but yeah. like... Uh, They're all a bunch of assholes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Not one of your guests have done this. Support. Yeah, man. Well, thank you. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you for Absolutely, taking the time man. on the Saturday night of Ramadan to yeah. uh, do a 58th episode of the Das Meets Podcast. All right. Cool. Sweet. All right, guys. Thanks. Peace out.